Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to No BS. For starters, how are you guys doing? Let's check up on you guys. Um, I know a lot of you guys have told me and Daniela, oh yeah, I love your guys' podcast. Um, I listen to it on the on my way to work, on my way to, you know, groceries, just in the car. And I just want to give you guys a huge shout out for showing us love, showing us support. Make sure if you are liking what you're hearing to go on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment down below letting us know your thoughts. We want to know. Um, and as always, if you would like, leave us a voice memo. We're still <laughs> waiting, guys. We have yet to receive a voice memo. <laughs> and you can find out where exactly we post our episodes all on Anchor. Um, on Anchor, right, Daniela? Anchor. That's what it's yes. called. Anchor, anchor.fm slash no dash BS. Yeah, we're on like seven, eight <laughs> platforms. So options, people, options. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Daniela, how are you? It is September 21st. Happy uh, 21st of September. I know everyone yes. is so excited because that song Do by Earth. Remember? <laughs> by a uh, fake band. It's like Earth, Wind, Fire, right? What is that? Earth, um, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm like, is that is that Avatar? Is that a reference? <laughs> but um, yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. The The day is so nice out. It's finally not like, um, it doesn't feel like Satan's armpit anymore. It feels nice. You, you could go outside, go to the beach, have a little, nice little time. Am I still shooken, shooken, shaking Shook up? It. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still shaking up from um, Friday's earthquake? Yes. But you know what? Got to take it day by day when you're a paranoid bitch like me. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Um, as you guys saw on Twitter, I posted that I was about to take a number two. And as soon as my ass cheek <laughs> hit the toilet, the floor started shaking. And I immediately was like, oh, my God, did I just break the toilet? But um, no, I didn't. It was a fucking earthquake. So according to you, you know, according <laughs> to Google, it was a four around. Everyone was saying it was like a 4.5 earthquake um, that hit yes. the San Gabriel Valley. But bitch. Everyone in the OC, everyone in LA felt it. And honestly, I'm I have issues and I'm psychotic, but why was I enjoying it? Like they I make me you. laugh. I'm telling you, like they make me laugh. I don't get paranoid. <laughs> I don't know. Am I weird? This one was scary. It was like a joy. It was like a giant grabbed my house and went, you know? <laughs> and what sucks is that ever since we moved into our house like three years ago, um, when I'm upstairs, that shit I've all the fucking, like, the last two or three earthquakes that we've felt in this house, I've always been upstairs. I've always been upstairs in my bed, so I always get, like, the worst of it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to die. The roof is about to cave in. My, I'm never going to see my, my family again. My family's in the next room, like, bitch, chill out. They're like, they're like, let the cave, let the uh, roof cave in. Let it fall. Let it fall. No, um, but I'm bitch, glad you're safe. Down. I'm glad we're all safe. I looked outside. Yes. I looked outside today, and the sky isn't yellow. You know how, like last week and the week before that, like, uh, yeah, it was looking orange and yellow. So we're just taking it day by day, and you know, Mother Nature, God, if you're out there listening, please just positive <laughs> energy, positive energy, exactly. <laughs> but um, let's dive right in. We have plenty to talk about. The first thing that I want to talk about is we want to take a moment of silence. This isn't a laughing matter. Rest mm -hmm. in peace to the legend icon, RBG. If you don't know, like me, I'm not even going to front. I'm not the most politically, like, I, how would you, like, how would you say it? Like, I'm not the most informed. I'm not the most. Politically aware. Minded, exactly. But yeah. 
thanks to the people, the people of Instagram, they let me know what's up and they let me know why she mattered, why she was important. So I'm going to let you guys know why she was important. These are some of the things she was able to accomplish. And let's start off with the right to sign a mortgage without a man, the right to have a bank account without a male co-signer. Can you like believe that? Like you weren't able to have an account without a male because you know, this is a man's world and the white man rules. Um, yeah. kind of nonsense bullshit is that um, the right to have a job without being discriminated based on gender and the right for women to be pregnant slash have kids and work so obviously oh, wow. like these are some of the things I don't want to say people take for granted but I guess they don't realize it was a struggle for people back then to even women I should say for people to deal with and yeah. I know the world isn't perfect but with people like her who put in the effort and put in the hard work and the diligence to accomplish things. This is what I like to see. And this is what I feel like people in office, people who are, who actually are politically um, aware and know what's going on. This is what we strive for. And I don't know, what are your thoughts on this sad, sad occasion? I think it's crazy that she accomplished all that. And um, she's only been serving since 1993. That's like, a little bit more than 20 years ago so like the fact that she accomplished all that and the fact that a little bit more than 20 years ago you weren't allowed to open an account without a male co-signer that's crazy but um yeah it's it's very sad because and i think you can mourn her death you can mourn her um you can celebrate her accomplishes and still you know realize that while she accomplished all that not every political person has their positives they're also they also have their negatives so like um Obviously, she was against like indigenous rights and um, like, well, yes, we can celebrate, like I said, we can celebrate the positives. We can also see that she also did some not so good things during her, like during her tenure on the Supreme Court. But I think it's like her passing away should really, even like people who aren't politically aware, like, like how you said that you are, like we should realize that her passing away means that now someone has to fill her spot and it might be someone who wasn't as quote unquote progressive as her. So like Trump has how many months left in office? Like four and God, like if he fucking gets reelected, he's going to make sure that he nominates someone that's as conservative as him, even though presidents shouldn't nominate people like that. Like they should nominate people unbiasedly. Um, you know he's going to nominate someone that's like totally up his alley, like against abortion, against gay marriage. Like. Yeah, I saw somewhere where he like made a statement saying like, um, I'm going to try my hardest. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. He's just like, I'm going to try my yeah. hardest to um, fill that spot. Someone just as hardworking, as iconic, as legendary as she was. But we know Trump as a person. He is not going to do shit to help anyone, yeah. to benefit anyone. So again, rest in peace. We hope that everything is going well for her family and for us because like you said time is changing things are going to happen and yeah we got to keep moving forward and hopefully it's for the best for the better of the people (laughs) (laughs) it sucks when you think about it like you're just like fuck like this lady passing away makes or breaks like the future the potential future of this country (laughs) exactly um uh, i don't want to say moving on to a happier note 
Well, it depends on where your mindset is at and how your you think about exactly. <laughs> so it was trending on Twitter. It was breaking news. Federal officials inter- intercepted an envelope, envelope, however you want to say it, addressed to the White House that contained the poison, R-I-C-I-N. We're going to go with ricin. So Trump almost feared his life because apparently it was said that he was receiving a letter from Canada. It says initial information from the investigation suggests that the letter originated in Canada and RCMP spokesperson said in a statement. So it says a a preliminary investigation indicated it tested positive for for ricin, a poison found naturally in castor beans, the official said. The official was not authorized to discuss the ongoing investigation publicly and spoke on condition of anonymity, meaning he was like five seconds from... (laughs) possibly passing passing away and i mean is that a good thing is that a bad thing who's working at the white house who's like i mean that's like it's scary to think that someone could do that but at the same time trump is not a beautiful person trump is not an honest (laughs) man trump is not anything good and anything of that nature what are your thoughts on that like what if i'm no i am completely on board like imagine oh my gosh what we could have had, what could have happened. FBI, this is not, we're not threatening, um, threatening everyone, anyone. This is just, we're just giving our opinions. What is, um, <laughs> isn't that part of the rights, the Bill of Rights? It is speech? freedom of speech. I guess um, it only um, is acceptable if you're a white male or white female. It doesn't apply to the rest I think, of us. <laughs> oh my gosh, like that's crazy. I don't know. He's, uh, I hate when people are like, oh my gosh, um, my empathetic side is showing. Like, I don't know why you guys would like wish death upon someone. It's like, I'm not wishing death. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, okay, if that happened, bitch, no tears going to shed. <laughs> not from our side anyways. Not from our, uh, our <laughs> no eyes. Our... God. Um, I know we've had, we've had like this country, none of the presidents were the best okay like yes maybe we love obama people love obama but like you guys gotta realize he wasn't the best either but it's like as far as shitty presidents go he gave bush a run for his money he said oh bush you were a dumbass i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show y'all i'm a dumbass but then the thing happens he's he's a stupid bitch but he's not stupid let's think about it right there okay he knows the harm he does so again that's why i'm saying if he were to you know something were to happen something um, morbid, something sad, something evil. Tragic. Uh, something tragic. Um, this bitch ain't crying. This bitch yeah, ain't doing I no no like, for him. I know. <laughs> I'm not evil, is. No, I don't know. I feel like, would that be the most horrible thing to happen right now in our society? There are like, far more no. worse shit that's going on that no one really gives a fuck. So, Canada, exactly. let's try harder. Let's send double the amount of envelopes and... <laughs> You have my full support. Um, But speaking of (laughs) the government and politics, you guys have, from this day, from September 21st, you guys have 42 days, 7 hours, and 11 minutes to vote. So make sure you're registered to vote. I want to give a shout out to Instagram. They have this new feature where you can post, like, have you seen it? It's like a... It, you put it it's on your like story, a like a sticker, sticker to put on your story so that it informs people on how to register to vote, where to register, yes. when it's your turn to vote. And yeah, we want to see Twitter get on that. So uh, Twitter, get on that. Do features where <laughs> people can go and vote. But um, please, guys, I can't stress this enough. I know you, a lot of you guys have 
not a negative, but don't have such a positive outlook on voting and you say, well, my voice doesn't matter. You think this next president's going to make a difference? Yes, please go out and vote. <laughs> I think you have a right, like, as a, like, especially if you're, like, a document, like, you have citizenship, like, you should definitely exercise that privilege, because there's people who can't exercise that privilege, so make sure that, you know, you send in your ballot, mail it in, you can even drop it off, fill out the mailing ballot, and drop it off the day of the elections, because it's, like, this shit is make or break, every election is make or break, I don't, I feel like people never stress that enough about even little elections, it's, like, every election is make or break, because, even if you, even if fuck Trump fucking Cheeto ass gets elected again, it's like, <laughs> there's like county elections, there's senators running that can make a difference in the house. Like you like, bitch, like <laughs> everything is make or break. So just fucking exercise your right to vote and don't let, you know, people, bitter people who think that, you know, it's cool to not vote. Like, don't let them persuade you into not exercising your right. So yeah. make sure that you fucking <clears throat> vote. <laughs> I want to, like, shame you guys, but I'm kind of no, going to yeah, shame definitely. you guys. Like, you, <laughs> a lot of you guys on my Instagram story and Twitter will do the craziest shit for certain things. For, let's say, dick appointments, for <clears throat> weed, for crack, for I alcohol. So if you guys can go out and do the most to achieve or to obtain those things, please you know, do what you can to vote. It's not that exactly. hard. It takes two seconds to see if you're registered and just vote. But with that, let's move on to something positive, <laughs> something happy. I mean, this next woman that I'm going to speak about is the definition of a legend, a queen. a queen, an icon. I just, for those of you who don't know, the young lady Zendaya made history. Can we just give a, a round of applause for Zendaya? Yes. She just, she just, she just work, work. So if you didn't watch like me, then you don't know that Zendaya makes history at the Emmys. The 24-year-old Euphoria star is officially the youngest person to win an Emmy for lead actress in a drama series. Yay! Her, like, I mean, I can't even like graduate from school, like, let alone win a fucking oh Emmy. <laughs> like against, also like, not even like against like um like actresses who have just begun like even though she hasn't just begun but actresses who have just hit the scene like she has like like the big scene you know she was she went against jennifer aniston she went against laura linney like these bitches have like skin in the game zendaya had like euphoria is like one of her big big acting jobs yeah i'm so like, like no shade to her but didn't she start off like on disney like she she did so it's like fuck, like yes bitch like from disney to here like for winning an emmy like yes bitch Yes, bitch. And not only that, um, she, you know, she gave us, and specifically us, not anybody else, she gave us a quick shout out <laughs> in her speech. She said, um, it says, during her uh, acceptance speech, she thanked peers who are, quote, out there doing the work in the streets, and that there, she said that there is hope for the young people. And I think this can be seen as obviously actors and people who are yes. in that world in the world of entertainment but in general i think this shows to everyone that um regardless of your age regardless of your skin color regardless of your gender you can do anything and you can accomplish goals as long as you have determination and you're a hard worker and it's it's funny because i'm not like the most like i don't keep up with zendaya but from what mm -hmm. i have seen on twitter and 
articles that I've read, she seems like a really like easygoing, fun-loving, kind-hearted person. So I'm proud of her. I'm like her dad and I don't even fucking know her. I'm like, I'm so (laughs) proud of you. Keep up the great work. And I haven't seen you for it, but I believe it's on HBO Max. Is it not? Yes. On HBO. Yes. On HBO. So, you know, I might have to go out and watch it because I've seen a lot of like, this show is everything according to people. I've seen people do like makeup, like reference to oh, the yeah, show. Yeah. People talk it's about iconic. the scenes, like the sex scene. So maybe I need to keep, I need to keep up. What am I doing with my life? Isn't that like, isn't that a thing where people talk about like the sex in that show? Or like. Uh, everybody talks about the sex scenes in any HBO show, bitch. Like Game of Thrones, Sex in the City. Oh my God. HBO, HBO nudity is a different type of nudity. Let's put it out there right there, okay? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Zendaya is one of the few Disney stars to actually like come out of Disney Channel without like any, any like- Drama, she's not crazy, crazy. she's any not drama, one of those, yeah. exactly. Like, and I think it just stems from the fact that she was raised well. And I feel like she's on certain talk shows that I've seen her on, she'll always say that her parents knew how to say no to her. Like, so I think, Props to her parents because this win is for them too. So, eh, like me, like I'm gonna say it again. Yes, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a a bunch of other facts that you know this article is telling me, and and I think you guys should know is okay. So first, obviously, Zendaya made history. Several winners implored voters, uh, viewers, to vote. Which, I mean, shout out to them because as we saw in the MTV uh, music video awards, whatever awards they are they didn't really use their popularity and their celebrity for good. Status. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. It also says here that Jimmy Kimmel hosted for from a nearly empty Staples Center while nominees turned in from all around the world. He It says here that an ad featuring Billy Porter, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and others calls on Hollywood to become more inclusive with saying, we are more than a splash of color on your white canvas. Which I mean... <laughs> T facts you know he spilled and I don't know what are your thoughts on the the show overall I didn't I didn't tune in but I'm seeing everyone on Twitter talk about it so what are your thoughts on the show oh I didn't tune in either but I did make sure to like um watch like certain packages like Mark Ruffalo's acceptance speech Zendaya's acceptance um and I was like reading articles too about how about how like unlike previous award shows number one they were like mostly virtual like you just said number two that they made sure to like address the elephants in the room and not that you know racial injustice and uh voting and um you know the things that have been going on in the world like the wildfires here in california not that those are elephants in the room but it's like jimmy kimmel as a host made sure to address these issues so that like because i think with celebrities they have to I like that they acknowledge their privilege. I like that they say, I know it's another celebrity telling you vote, vote, vote when it's like, I've got power and money. But I like when they, I like when they do that. And I, I don't know. I like it when white celebrities finally fucking say something. I don't know. Like, it I know what you're saying because different. it's the truth. Like if you, let's be honest, people that are listening right now, those five of you, shout out to you five. Love you guys. You guys are listening. <laughs> if I post an Instagram or a tweet being like, make sure you guys vote. Yeah. You guys are like, yeah, yeah, at least fucking annoying. <laughs> But if Kim Kardashian or Taylor Swift or yeah. any other person tweets, hey, guys, make sure you vote. You guys are like, we stand, my queen, yes, tea. <laughs> so it's like, it's good to see that the celebrities are using their, you know, their power for good. Come on now. That's what but they're supposed to do. Let's, 
let's be honest that's like the bare minimum they could do but still like i know exactly at least they're encouraging these them. people because like fuck them man they got all this money <laughs> like what was it last um last episode where he referenced that guy talking uh i talked about that guy the uh politician donating a hundred million i think or some uh, shit like that uh, yeah and i'm like that's a I'm number like, that's, what the fuck i got uh this amount in my bank account <laughs> exactly who even um another history making last night another history maker last night at the emmys was schitt's creek louise has not watched the show but i have if you guys have watched schitt's creek you guys better fucking dm me because i fucking love that show um i've been working on my mora impression i'm not gonna do it right now because louise wouldn't fucking get it wow but you have to because someone right now is on their way to work and they need to laugh so give it to us (laughs) oh my gosh okay so the character Moira Rose, a.k.a. the mom, a.k.a. Um, our queen, Catherine O'Hara. She's in Beetlejuice, if, for those of y'all. Um, she, I like the way she speaks. She's like, David, David, no, my little David, you can't, David. Fold it into, fold the cheese into the pocket, David. David. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just straight up <laughs> like, cringing because I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, love that. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> A Thank star you. Is Thank you so much. Um, you guys should watch it. Shit's Creek seasons one through five are on Netflix. Season six is yet to be fucking put on there. I'm waiting. Season six is the final season. But they made history because they were nominated for all seven major categories: best comedy series, uh, best actor, best actress, best supporting actress, best supporting actor, and then for writing and directing. And they won all of the seven so categories. you're telling which, me these like, white male and white female <laughs> actors won? Oh my God, I I'm so proud of them. They're hard. But no, I, I have heard I a lot of great things you. from that. Sh- I mean, see, it's the facts. But I have heard a lot of great <laughs> things from that show and I definitely should check it out just to see if, you know, your impression was great. But no, um, yeah, I've seen... <laughs> I'm like, the only reason why I'm going to tune in is because Michelle Visage from RuPaul's Drag Race has talked about it. And if she <laughs> likes it, then I'll probably like it. But um, then you're yeah, like, then I love some, it. Exactly. Um, some of the other winners uh, include, you know, Best Comedy, Shits Creek, Best Drama, Succession, Best Limited Series, Watchmen on HBO. Um, somebody who also won that I was like, uh, a queen is regina king for watching she got yes! she won best actress limited series or tv movie and i mean if you haven't seen any work of art that regina king has been on you're missing out because she's iconic she's i don't i don't want to i don't want you guys thinking that i'm throwing this term iconic loose like just using it loosely but it's the truth like she's so beautiful she's her work speaks for itself she's amazing i love her she's she's so genuine she also um like hires a majority uh, people of color and a majority women of color to work on her movies and like um, she owns like a production company so she always makes it like a goal of her to make sure that like 50% of her staff or even more than 50% of her staff is like um, people of color or women of color like and I love that She's exactly queen, like I, I feel her. like more actors who aren't even black should do that like come on guys opportunity give people the opportunity and I want to give a shout out to you know my favorite tv show one of my favorite tv shows RuPaul's Drag Race because they came through and they also won a couple of enemies they won one for reality competition program they won for reality yes and it's just like we love to see it diversity we love to see it (laughs) Uh, and another thing is that the Emmys were fully virtual um well like unlike the VMAs that we talked about a couple episodes ago but like um the Emmys really took advantage of the fact that like people can accept their awards from home so as like apart from a few presenters and a few uh like 
audience members that won and Jimmy Kimmel, like it was mo mainly virtual, which worked out the best. And I hope, it, I mean, do I want the Oscars to be virtual? No, oh. but like, <laughs> but like if, um, if this continues and it's still just as bad, because I don't think people realize things are just as bad. Um, I'd be okay with like the Golden Globes, the Grammys, the Oscars, like all those major award shows can go virtual. Like See, how fun would thing, it be? Like, I'm not the most like, okay, I'm not even going to front. These award shows, I'm not um, the most, I don't want to say like fond of, it's just not my area of expertise. So I don't know what a lot of things like, okay, so Grammys is music. Uh, MTV is yeah. obviously for, what is that for music videos and like Like music. TV shows and music, yeah. Um, and then the Emmys, obviously, for actors and, like, writers and for things TV, like that, that nature. Just TV, TV overall. So I think my point, uh, like, my point, all that rant, my point is, is maybe these were held virtually because they're more important. Not to, like, say that the MTV Awards are shit, but don't these hold more of, like, value? Or is that weight, just, like, yeah. an opinion that, like, no, I get you. Like, because people could be like, like well, me, writer, like, um, MTV, you know, my music video is just as important as acting. So, no I don't offense, know. but it's like, wait, if you're an artist, would you rather say that you were Grammy nominated and Grammy winning, or would you rather say you were BMA nominated or BMA winning? I know, like, an award is an award, or maybe even like validation doesn't count, but it's like, bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know you want to be validated. You know you want to win an award. So which one holds more weight to you? And which one would you rather skip out on? Okay? Okay. <laughs> you know who, and this is just a random thought that came to mind, is you know who is really into awards? And I always, like, expect her to post about it is Angela Zuniga. On her Instagram, she, her and her family, like, shout out. Okay, My queen, yes. If she can, like, adopt me or, like, y'all need an extra brother. Or, like, her family, <laughs> I've seen from her Instagram. And this is just, like, from her Instagram her family goes all out like they would host yes. like they host award shows they print out like no cards and they're like um their guesses on who's gonna win and they like it's like yes. i mean like come on i feel like you'd be great in that family because like i know you're really into the yes. award shows <laughs> nobody up in this family wants to fight. every time i'm like okay this is my i'm very particular about how i like to watch award shows like if i'm gonna give a comment a commentary anything i gotta do it during the commercial my family knows to shut the fuck up during the awards because i like to listen to the speeches um the only one who i can see actually doing that with me like guessing like having like a little guessing game to see who would win is my oldest sister kitty and everybody else like everybody else would be like bitch shut the fuck up like is yeah, this, my family. Not... Like, my family. Like, why the fuck are we watching these award shows? Why do we care about these people? They're not doing anything for me, and it's like it's for entertainment, guys. Watch it. <laughs> Even though I don't watch half of the fucking Oscar-nominated films, I just, I just like watching it. Okay, I love celebrity culture. Oh my god. When, okay. Uh, when you, you said movies, when I was working, because you know, pandemic hit, I'm not working. Um, there was this lady <laughs> who came in. I kid you not. She would come in like two, three times a day. And she yeah. would be like, this movie's going to get nominated for this. I hated this movie. This movie. Like, she would tell me her life story. And I'm like, we love it. Like, we love seeing you being <laughs> <That's> so, <me. laughs> like, she loved, and I, I love movies just as much as the next person, but she, like, is really, like, this is her life. And I'm like, lady, yeah. how do we make you, like, a critic, a reviewer? How do you get paid for this? Because I... you are just, you're doing it. <laughs> I want to meet this lady. That's, okay, sorry. 
off topic that's the one thing i miss pre-covid is going to the fucking movies like not the drive-in movies like going to the actual movie theater that's what i fucking miss i know the movie theaters cost an arm and a leg now but <laughs> i'm I like you know what i don't miss theaters. cleaning up after fuckers the cleaning little popcorn after. and all these little kids throwing shit everywhere but <laughs> like cleaning up after you bitch <laughs> exactly that's what i don't miss but um now all <laughs> you're like i don't fucking miss you guys like you miss it i don't fucking miss it you piece of shit no i do miss, i i do miss um being able to leave my house and seeing the light of day i do miss it and hopefully the cdc the scientists the politicians the government whoever's in charge of all this can find a cure a vaccine to just let us be free so we can you know honestly enjoy this country's nature. like country's over it they're like bitch we're going out i don't give a fuck what you say we're going out <laughs> we're, we're eating our tapas we're drinking our margaritas okay we're going out <laughs> oh god I, i'm anyways. putting it now god i'm putting it out this is the final thing be- before we move on to everyone's favorite part our recaps of housewives i'm putting it out now <laughs> if there is a cure found before february no let's be realistic by march let's say make it a full year if there's a cure mm-hmm. for covid before March, let's say 15, because that's like the date that is hitting me right now. If yeah. they find a cure before March 15th and everyone is able to go outside and the world is back to normal, as normal as it could possibly be, I'm buying everyone shots. You guys heard it here first. All you got to do is pick me okay. up because this fucker doesn't drive. <laughs> let's get a group of 10, 15 people, shots all around. Limit, I'm going to need a limit of four because, you know, I'm not made of money. But um, you guys are hearing it first. You want some shots? Find a cure. Pick me up. Let's fucking Perfect. have a good time. Let's get shit face. Perfect. All right. We love that. Um, but moving on <laughs> to our favorite part of the episode is recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of yes. Potomac. Daniela, take it away. Oh my gosh. So unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for some of you, because you guys fucking hate us. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> this is the last Beverly Hills recap. Unless for some reason next week we give you guys a little surprise and recap secrets revealed. Um but anyways, this is the last part of their three-part reunion. Yes, you guys heard that right, three parts. And sadly, this is the last time we see Denise Richards. <sighs> Sad. Cry me a river. Anyways, <laughs> shut up. So in the last part of the reunion, uh, we start off exactly where we left off last time, where Andy's asking Denise about the bad things that she said about Teddy. And um, because in one of her testimonials, Denise had said, oh, I've said worse things about Teddy. Um, and Denise is like saying that she didn't. She, the worst thing she ever said about Teddy was that she was a shitster, which um, T, yes, she is. But um, then Denise says, but now I have something else to add. And Denise goes on to say that, you know, Teddy's the child of a famous father, even though Teddy doesn't like it when people say that. But she's like, Teddy, you're the child of a famous father. So you should understand the consequences of bringing up Brandy's accusations at the dinner table in Rome like you did. And then, of course, that starts off with fucking Rinna going like, we didn't bring it up. She didn't bring it up. Brandy did. And it's like, bitch. Bitch. I'm like, she brought Anyways. it up. First of all, like, Denise wasn't around Brandy. So. Exactly. She, Brandy's like, not a cast fuck? member. Exactly. What the fuck? They're stupid. So. I thought about it this way, like, okay, let's say fucking Kyle and Teddy didn't bring Brandy in, like, to tell this story about fucking Denise. So, like, let's say this had, like, Brandy had just said this at a fucking party instead of one-on-one or two-on-one two on, two on one with Denise and with uh, Kyle and Teddy. It's like, if 
you guys didn't want it to be a storyline, it wouldn't be a storyline. So just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so before like, you, before, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. Before yeah, you move yeah. on, I'm sure you saw the article that Teddy Watermelon Camp yes. is allegedly fired. She finally got the yes. axe. Can we just, a moment of silence. Wait. Round of applause. Because it, does that come from the fact, I know I'm veering off topic a little bit and I'll get back on topic, but does that come from the fact that she has been scamming the people that you do her accountability program? And for her those of you listening- little accountability, sign this NDA, you can't talk about it. Yes. You're going to get fed four leaves for lunch and dinner. What the fuck yes. is that all about? Like what? So apparently anybody listening, anybody, like we have friends um, who, you know, work out, they, that's their like, but they love working out. So please let us know. Fucking less than 500, 500 calories they're allowed to eat. Um, they have to do uh, two hours of cardio or something like that. And they got to prove um, it. A.K. like records and they have themselves to prove it. You have like to prove pictures it. Pictures of whatever. Um, and then it was like proof that like, oh, we're hungry. Like they were telling their accountability coaches because the whole program, the weight loss program, isn't called a weight loss program. It's called an account- accountability program. So these these ladies who signed up for it, who paid like fucking a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars and up to be part of this weight loss program, can only eat five less than five hundred calories or five hundred calories or something. Do two hours of cardio, and on top of that, sign an NDA to not speak about what they do. And women who do this program end up gaining the weight back after the program. So I don't know. Maybe Teddy's a fucking scammer. Like, and. I don't know if you saw the DMs that Kyle sent to somebody, but it's like, you'll never be a housewife if you keep talking shit on us. That was so cunty, and I know and a lot I was of people like, don't like that word, but that's so fucking cunty, that stupid bitch I was like, That is so, like, girl, no correlation to what you just said. Exactly. Because, yes, there's times where people like to spread rumors, but this is not a rumor. This is, like, full-on, first-hand account. So, that's some real housewives drama going on right now which it's i was funny. living people for were, it, it's funny because people were like wow the one time that this bitch actually will have a storyline she gets fired like honestly this, i wish nothing but horrible things for her and her family sorry she's terrible she's too much i, I can't stand <laughs> those bitches anyway so <laughs> going away from that so i think it's like i think it's funny that like kyle and Teddy can brush their shit under the rug or Rena can brush her shit under the rug. But like Brandy's allowed to come into Kyle's house and, you know, spread this rumor about Denise. And like, there's no, there's no consequence. So it's fine to say that like, if it gets brought up on camera, we can talk about it. But if it gets brought up off camera, we can't talk about it. But it's like, there's no, like, use your you fucking know, heads. You do you know bitches. what my favorite part about this reunion was when Garcelle finally snapped and she said, why do you yes. care? Why are you, why do you care? And Rinna's and she had response, no answer. Her response was because we've had to deal with this for the past six months. And I'm like, bitch, you had to deal with it because you guys keep bringing it up. Denise obviously don't want to talk about it. Garcelle, Dorit, they didn't care to have this conversation. You yeah. guys were talking about it because you guys were being nosy. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't give me that bullshit. Like, I'm telling you, like, we argue about this, well, we say, we talk about this every fucking episode, but it's, like, at what point, like, what the fuck do you care about more? Like, what, what is happening right now? Like, do you really give a fuck? Like, anyway, so then I liked, even though Andy was fucking pissing me off, but I like that Andy, like, asked Rina, like, um, if anything has ever been brought up on camera that she felt was off limits, and he, that he brought up, like, 
that thing that happened in Amsterdam. A Let's talk about the husband. Ago. <laughs> yes, about, you know, the things that happened in Amsterdam. And I like that they rolled the clip about her, like, almost strangling Kim Richards because Kim Richards was like, let's talk about the husband. And Lisa <laughs> Rinna went, like, off the fucking rails and almost strangled her. Oh, and so... God. Which Rinna, she, she said that that was her way of dealing with it. And people on so Instagram stupid. were like, how? So... I was like, so in order for Denise to, you know, be good in your eyes, she needed to strangle <laughs> you, choke you, and then everything would be fine. Like, your logic, there isn't any. Shut the fuck up. Because let's, let's do it that way. So Rinna, fucking, oh my God, she fucking, she's so stupid. She fucking says all of this that, like, this is how I dealt with it. You know, there was no truth for it. There was no truth to it, but I faced her and I faced her at the reunion, blah, blah, blah. So she has, she's saying all this as she's, like, staring at Denise and I'm like, Denise is here at the reunion. She's trying to deal with it. Just because you didn't get to bring Brandy in again to tell her side of the story, you guys don't think she's dealing with it. But she's like trying to tell you, oh my God, I'm getting which I, up, okay, which like Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you saw, or if you haven't, I'm gonna let you know that Brandy recently did an interview where she basically said, Denise won and it pisses me off because she's not gonna be back next season, which means oh I'm not gonna God. be back, so again she talked to me which i'm like so it was people were right you were doing this offer show for camera exactly like you wanted to be part of the group so you're an idiot she's so dumb and it's funny because like this all happened and yet i still don't know what the fuck kim richards was talking about in amsterdam why weren't we talking about the husband what was happening what was happening well, like- at the reunion i think the following <laughs> reunion they basically said that she was talking about rumors and referring to rumors god and i'm like Ugh, whatever <laughs> so then it's like it's so stupid this Obviously, it's like Denise's whole thing, the, the whole hooking up, the lesbian affair, had nothing to do with Brandy, nothing to do with Denise. Like, it's just these bitches wanting to fucking fish. Like, they're stupid. So then, um, I like that later on, like, Denise told Rinna, like, what would you have done if the tables were turned? And Rinna's like, I would have gotten on the phone with Brandy and said, what the fuck, what in the fuck are you doing? Stop it, you fucker. And it's like, <laughs> yes, bitch. That's like, bitch. This whole, but this whole episode, you've been like complaining about like a cease and desist that wasn't. And Denise cleared it up, and I hated when Andy was like, "Was this when you were suing us?" He and Denise was like, "I wasn't suing you." Biggest little bitch he was ever. A dick. He was being a dick, and I'm like, that, as if that's the first time a fucking cast member has asked you not to roll something. Like, oh my god, this, they're so stupid. It, I was really confused by him. Anyway, uh. Like, I lost my train of thought thought right now because I'm so fucking annoyed. So um, this is where we get into the part where Garcelle finally fucking snaps. And she's like, why do you care? Like, why the fuck do you? They're so stupid. And then Rina's like, because I have to fucking deal with it. Rina's like, because I have to fucking deal with it with the last six fucking months. Bitch, deal with what? Like, what the fuck are you dealing with? Anyways, so like, um, the next thing is that when Andy asks Rinna if she could understand that Denise might just be trying to protect her family, Rinna's like, well, I would think if we're such good friends, she would come to me and say, Lisa, this happened, please help me. And I would have helped her in a second. And Garcelle, I loved Garcelle's reaction. She's like, bitch, how can she come to you? All you do is attack her every time you see her. And then I'm like, yes, bitch. And oh my God, I fucking hate that Garcelle and Dory, Garcelle specifically, can defend Denise better than Denise can defend herself. And I'm just like, and bitch, it, Denise, stand it, up for I yourself. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just in her nature to not give a damn. Mm-hmm. But, like, she has a weird 
weird way of being because like you've just been dra- you've been dragged through the mud all this shit all these mm-hmm. allegations all these accusations and you're just so calm about it i don't know where she gets this demeanor from i wish i was more like that but like i can't do that this, i would, I don't give a I would pop off yeah right off no i yeah this i don't give a fuck attitude about her i like it but at the same time i'm like bitch sign up for yourself so denise does offer some facts about the alleged hookup and she says that Aaron was there when they filmed the podcast the 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 alleged day that everything happened um and apparently which was news to me Aaron doesn't like Brandy which I was like oh I didn't know that um did you know that I mean do you think he doesn't like Brandy or now he's only saying that to defend his wife and be like we both hate her (laughs) t-t-t-t-t okay so um then Denise is like you know Brandy didn't fucking stay with me, blah, blah, blah. And then Sutton um, Sutton brings up the fact that she heard this rumor about Denise and Brandy two years ago. And then Denise is like, bitch, I didn't know her two years ago, but I was like, maybe you did, maybe you did. Which I'm like, Sutton, shut the <laughs> fuck up for two seconds. If you're not going to tell us who told you this, then what's the point of talking about it? Like, oh, God. Girl, shut up. It kind of bothered me. It kind of bothered me when she was like, I didn't know her back then. And then Rena, Rena's like, oh, yes, you did. Yes, oh, you did. Yes, you you did. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you dumbass whore. So, <laughs> um, but to me, it's like whether Denise met her in 2018 or not, like this alleged hookup didn't happen until 2019. So. I don't know when the fuck Brandy told Kyle and Teddy that they were sleeping together. So I don't know, like when Sutton heard this rumor. Do you get me? Like, yeah, it how seems did you hear this rumor in 2018? It's like the time stamps, time frame. It just doesn't make sense. T. So then, oh my gosh, this part I was like fucking so annoyed. Rena's most unbelievable moment <laughs> in the episode was actually, oh my god, this one. Okay, when Denise is telling Andy that she thinks the text about Brandy were like edited and stuff and like Lisa oh my god Lisa fucking pulls out a stack the stack of the fucking text and she's like I have them right here and I'm like bitch like they're not even your texts how low she this just all this means is she had to go to Brandy and say let me print your text let me print out your text like that's so fucking annoying back up and I'm like that's your fucking friend's private text message. But anyway, all because you want to call bullshit, quote unquote bullshit. So then Denise, like, I like this part where she was like, um, you don't want to do that. And then Rena's like, is that a threat, Denise? Like, this, yes, it is. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, I think it's a promise. And I'm like, bitch, uh, shut the fuck up. You're such a hypocrite. Ass, You're such a fucking hypocrite. You know what the funny part was, so- <laughs> though? Was that as soon as Denise said, is that what you want to do? I'll show my text if Rin is allow- is if Rin is allowing me to show <laughs> our text. And she's like, oh, it's not about me. It's not about It's private. Me. It's private. So I like that part um, where she's like, uh, she's like, oh, well, then you wouldn't have a problem. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like it. So I thought it was funny. I was like, bitch, if they're private, then how are Brandy and Denise's texts private? The I double standard is real. You always know that when they bring out texts or they, when they try to bring receipts, like, it's just to feed the lie. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it reminds me of Lisa Vanderpump last season with the fucking text oh, about God. Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy. She's like, look at these so, texts. <laughs> Teddy's not so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so Denise obviously doesn't share the, test, the text, but um, it, like, obviously we find out that the text Denise is threatening to show, like, are about Brandy herself. So it's like, Rena, you don't even like Brandy. Like, and, you're, and it's funny because on camera she's like, I don't even like Brandy, but I want her here to tell the truth. And I'm like, so you're saying, so 
you're agreeing. You're only using brandy to it, it feel the to need me. to like. It doesn't like nothing. If adds I don't up, like stupid. a bitch, I don't want her around. I don't want her anywhere near me. And then it's funny how she goes. I don't like her, and yet they show the clip of her complimenting her hair. It's like, thanks, tea. Brandy. Like, we're so good. Like, bitch. When she was saying, up. when she was saying, I don't like her, and then Denise is like, Have you told Brandy that? Like, I don't think Brandy knows that you don't like her. So you're a fucking liar. So then she's like, Of course, Brandy knows I don't like her. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, Bitch, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and I think it's like, I think we should play a shot game watching rewatching this episode. How many, uh, let's take a shot every time one of them says, we have to be open and honest. We have to be open and honest. We have to be open and honest. Like, oh, bitch, God. I would be drunk by the end of the fucking episode. So, okay. Then we move, moving on from this whole thing. Then we move on to fucking Erica's, Erica's Broadway debut, oh, which I'm telling you, if you took away Erica and Teddy, no one, nothing would change. Nothing would matter. Nothing, like... Well, like we're halfway really... there, according to the Daily Mail, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Hopefully. So, um, I think, I'm going to bring this up really quick, not just because, not because of Erica's Broadway debut, and like, I don't really give a fuck about that, but I didn't like when Teddy was like, I have a question for Garcelle and Denise. You guys say that, you guys um, support women, but you guys weren't there for Erica when she did her Broadway debut. And Denise was like, well, I wasn't told to the fucking day before. And why the fuck would I go if you bitches don't fucking like me? And then Garcelle was like, well, I was working and I don't like small planes. And I was like, honestly, you guys don't need to, you guys don't need to explain yourself. I would not entertain them. You know what I would have said if I was Garcelle? I would have (laughs) said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't make it to her Broadway debut. I was too busy telling my kids on how to survive, you know, being black and being, because I'm black, they have a difficult time doing that. And yeah, I'm sorry. Like, fuck you, Teddy. Fuck you, Erica. Shut the fuck up. Very uh, they were so dumb. I was just like, honestly, why do you guys think that being there physically for someone means that you're a good friend? Because look at Rena; She was there physically for Denise for 20 years. And that means jack shit now. Exactly. And so. I was like, I like how Erica didn't once stand up for Garcelle when they were going at her. But then Ugh. two seconds ago, she was saying, oh, yeah, Garcelle was the first person to talk, uh, text me about my son and making sure exactly. he was okay because he's a cop and trash. And I was, oh, my God. They're stupid. They're, I was like, Erica, you are literally so fucking stupid because it's like, these bitches are using you. Like, these bitches don't really fucking like you. Anyway, so um, moving on from that, going back, Andy circles it back to Denise and Rena, and he's like asking her, he's asking her, asking Denise how she feels about how like her and Rena's 20-year friendship has now gone down the toilet because like of everything. And <laughs> I liked when he like asked her, "How do you think she's changed?" I like how Denise was like, "I need to eat something before I answer oh, this question." Oh God, she gets and up she, like, and they're like, "Did she?" She fucking gets up. She walks away. Is she gone? And then she's like, "No, yeah, I'm done. I have to go to work tomorrow. I have 48 pages." I would have liked it if she just fucking closed her computer. She's, yeah, she should have pulled a Nini. Nini did that at the last reunion. She just bye. shut her laptop. I'm not gonna up come back. Like, bye. I I'm sorry. Bye. And I think it's funny to like show. I think they're, they, like, don't like that Denise and Garcelle have, like, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is a side hustle for them, not a main job. Yeah, other than that, the rest of them, I'm sorry, but what is uh, Kyle's main job? What is her main job? No, the main job is Beverly Hills. I'm telling you, each of them, their main job is this show, which is why they like to feed off of, like, negativity. And I agree with the fact that, yes, we should talk about things to make your, like, look at Potomac. Like, they're able to talk about all this shit 
And yet you bitches, but this is where it's like not the same thing because you bitches don't talk about anything else that pertains to you. You talk about everything that pertains to one person or two people because you like to feed off of that energy. You like to hurt other people. You don't like to bring up yourself. So shut the fuck up. And I don't know if you <laughs> saw it, but Lisa Rinna posted like an Instagram story where she basically added, uh, she like at Bravo oh, and Bravo. said, we're tired of fighting. Like the fans love us and they want to see us laughing and kicking and having a good time. Like let's focus oh on that God. rather than negative energy. And I'm like, ironically enough, you're the one, you're the main source of negative exactly. energy and shit talking. It's funny because with Atlanta and Potomac and even New York, like they can have their beef with each other, but it's still enjoyable to watch. Like, do you get me? And with Beverly Hills, it's kind of like this just like, it's kind of dark. Like, I'm kind of glad dark to it's watch. over. They're all trash and <laughs> it's too much. I'm t- I'm kind of sad that this is how we left. Like Denise, like she went out like this and. Uh, Again, I'm kind of glad that she's not coming back next season because it just would have been the same thing. Like, oh, Denise doesn't tell the truth. Denise is a liar. So I'm glad she's not coming back. Um, after we wrapped up last week recording, Garcelle kind of hinted at the fact that she is coming back. And today, September 21st, Gar- uh, was um, Garcelle's first episode on The Real as a co-host. And Yes, my queen. And Denise was... Um, Denise Richards was the first guest today. So um, Garcelle did talk about how she will be back because regardless of how she said, oh, Denise isn't coming back. I'm going to, I'm not going to come back. But um, she did hint at the fact that she will be back. So I like that. Um, and I'm ready to see her. I've been waiting for them to, for the past fucking six years, I've been waiting for them to get a housewife that can shut Lisa Rinna up. And I feel like Garcelle can do that. And yeah, I, I think the, I think the time has come. I think from this her first season, um, Garcelle really got a feel of how the women are and how their group works, how per- uh, this particular TV show works. So I feel like she's gonna be a lot more comfortable and she's gonna be a lot more outspoken because we did yeah. hear her say that you know she was afraid of she didn't want to be um, falling under the stereotypical idea that like she's girl. an angry black woman. Yeah, and I feel like now she exactly. knows how these people are, these women are, and she's not gonna hold back, and she's gonna drag them one by one. And I'm ready and happy and excited to <laughs> see it because, Lisa yes. Rena, your time has come, bitch. You're in the hot seat. I promise you that. <laughs> so that wraps up our Beverly Hills recaps. Until next time, who knows? <laughs> but. Ugh. I guess they fucking left me pissed off. I'm never, I'm not yeah, gonna like. Like that ended on such a bad this note. Show like, is dark. This show dark. The season, I was like hopeful and I was like, yay, like it's gonna be a good group. It's gonna be a good group this time around. And no, it just disappointed it me. Was... It ended on such a like dark, awful, sad. This tone. show, this one, Beverly Hills, gets really dark really fast. I mean, I think back to season three when Taylor Armstrong's husband. The suicide. Like, committed suicide and how they brought up the fact that he abused her so this show does get dark and i think back to season one camille how we literally saw her marriage and on camera like that she was wild so this this show does get dark but it's like uh, at some point it's kind of like it drags on like it's not dark for the good reasons. Do you get me? Yeah, it's like, not the it's good dark. drama. It's like a, 
it's too much. And then yeah. just um, enough about those men. I'm sick and tired of them. Dory, <laughs> Garcelle, Denise. I will forever love you. Um, I don't know if you saw TMZ, re- TMZ reported that uh, Real Houses New York will be getting mm-hmm. a black housewife next season. I, I know, did. You know, I, I don't know if like I know you keep up with them, right? So yeah. What are your thoughts on that? What do you? How do you feel about that? I'm excited. I think I, I love New York. New York is kind of like Potomac for me, where like I don't really dislike any of them. Um, and I'm excited because it's like New York, oh my, like how the fuck have you, just like Beverly Hills, how do you come from such a diverse city and for the first time in 12 seasons, you finally have a black person? Like, are you kidding me? Um, going off of that, however, how they have a new cast member, they're now gonna, they, I heard reports that their newest housewife from this past season, Leah, that apparently she, had fought to get paid more, but I they said, that. no, we're not going to pay you no. more. And they she's not coming back, apparently. Allegedly. And she was a fan and favorite. Like, I was going to say, I, I don't watch them. I don't watch that franchise, but I have seen a lot of clips mm-hmm. on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And I like her. From what I've seen, she's really outspoken. She's really honest. Yes. And, and I'm like, how are you? Like, what? If she's... I like... What? I like when newbies can come on and take on the OGs. And that's what Leah did with Ramona, the OG from New York. And Ramona's... Ramona Singer is the type of OG from a Real Housewives franchise that thinks the show is hers. And I hate OGs like that, that think like the show can't But let's be honest, what, what woman, what OG isn't like that? We have Karen Huger, NeNe Leakes, T. which unfortunately, you know, the world of Twitter was crying because she recently uh, announced that she's Nini not going to go next gone. season. Um, who else is an OG? Uh, Kyle. You know, exactly. Kyle, Kyle doesn't, it's funny because Kyle doesn't act like that, but you know, subconsciously she is because lisa vanderpump was definitely like that like this is oh. my show and you guys can't come on here and be like that this is my show and it's like no the show can run without you Teresa from new jersey she's like that too but unfortunately with Teresa, the show has been built around her so i was gonna say really i saw <laughs> that she's gonna be getting another one-on-one talking about her husband or something i'm like did she already do that. this how many one-on-ones does this lady need? like go flip a table <laughs> shut the fuck up moving on to my favorite <laughs> the ladies real houses of potomac this episode was a lot let's get through this because i have a lot to talk about so the episode starts off with Candace. She's recording a song and she's basically telling her husband, Chris, that she's done with Monique and she calls her plastic. And I wanted to be like, plastic? Like when you got plastic surgery on your nose that you denied, whatever. Um, the juicy part of the episode. Ashley and Michael are having lunch and they have the talk. Michael basically says that he kissed a lady in the cab, that they went back to a hotel and that he was so drunk that they didn't do anything and he just knocked out he also oh, goes God. i he also denied the fact that he had a boyfriend because you know the text said that you know i have a wife and a boyfriend he said that's not true and he's like i'm sorry but because you just gave birth and you haven't been in the mood i was craving when he said the word when he said the word craving Cringe. i instantly like i cringed like i didn't know what i was like what is happening and you could tell that bothered ashley and she's like really mm-hmm. really michael you're craving you're craving fucking sex and she's like and this is a part where it's like the juice came out the tea everything was just being mm-hmm. spilled she goes i know our relationship hasn't been the most traditional and she basically kind of basically <laughs> kind of said like now we're being forced to talk about it because of your dumb ass and she's like uh you know, it's not the most traditional, and I like what we do, when we do, whatever. 
But from my understanding, they kind of decide together. And she's like, and we're definitely not going to stay together just for Dean. And this mm-hmm. is where Michael is over it. And he, he breaks the fourth wall, you know, which they love to do recently. He looks yes. at the camera and he's like, can I cut? Like, we're done. Can we, like, can we stop? And then the producer comes and he's like, we're, the producer's like, you know, I thank you for being honest. And Michael's like, no, like, I've had enough. Like, you know what bothered me about this part was that Michael obviously knew that he was, like, in that moment, he's like, I'm going to get shat on again. I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to get dragged through the mud. But it's like, you did these things. You laid your bed. Mm-hmm. Make, now lie in it. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is he, I don't know. And it's weird and this for me is... to get bothered, but like. No, yeah, yeah. And they, okay. This is where I say that it's different from Beverly Hills because it's like, no, like you brought this upon yourself now. Like your your wife definitely doesn't want to fucking talk about the fact that you just fucking cheated on her. Even though like, I think because they're, they kind of had an open marriage of sorts. Yeah. Um, it didn't bother her that he went, he went looking for something. It bothered her that the reason he went is because he tries to blame it on her. Like, oh, it's because he just had a baby. It's like, bitch, bitch. Of course, you just she just had a baby, so like you're really gonna throw that on her. And this is not the first time that they've broken the fourth wall on the show, which but this was the best fourth wall break to me. I was like, yes, yeah, you this could, is the best. You could see like every drop of sweat leaving Michael's bald old white head, and I was just living. I was like, Ashley, get him, drag him. You have him where you. There was this corn. one. There was this one, and then remember, like a couple seasons back, when he left the the restaurant and he tried to take his mic off, and they like followed oh, yeah, him out yeah, into yeah, the yeah, parking lot. Yeah. So like, stop it's the like, cameras! Stop the cameras! I'm like Michael, like, no, no, no! You signed dude, up for this. Dude, this is you. Like you bring this upon yourself. Okay, you're a shitty husband. Okay, so ooh, yikes. We love that. Um, Giselle, moving on. Next scene is Giselle shopping. The funniest line of the fucking episode was, "I have a great uh, style. I have a great." decor style and i'm like ma'am you know i fucking love you but where the fuck do you think you have good style and that's coming from me who doesn't know shit about style or fashion robin joins her and she basically tells her that you know they recap the fight because monique or because ashley fuck what is your name because giselle left early to go receive her liter literacy award or some (laughs) kind of award um so robin tells her you know they fought back and forth and giselle's like why is this happening like what the hell what did i miss um then robin moves on and moves on and tells her that she accidentally sent article to <laughs> ashley and i'm like i i was like have you ever been in that moment where you sent yes. a text i have never done that thank god knock on wood i'm not trying to be in that situation like that's a mess she then covered that, it by she said she covered it by saying like oh what do you want us to do with this and i'm like ashley probably knew ashley probably knew yeah ashley she knew like, she's like uh whatever <laughs> So Wendy takes her son Cruz to Taekwondo, I believe, and she sits down, she's talking to her husband, and she's basically like, I'm not sure if I'm doing what I want to do. Like, I don't know, is this my dream? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think, like, is this storyline, or do you think she was, she's really feeling that way? I don't know, yeah, it kind of felt a little bit, like, offhanded. I was like, you have not shown that this is you. Like, how we met you a couple episodes ago it's like you were very sure you were like yes i'm a political commentator i'm a professor it's like um yeah, are like, you just doing I, this for the camera like, did you realize time? that after the first second third or fourth degree that you Honestly, want to be yeah. in that area of work girl bye get out here with your <laughs> fake storylines um so moving on monique is with chris they're on a little walk and she's basically telling them like hey i've kind of been spending a lot of money on the not for lazy moms building yeah. like where they hold the podcast and i'm like 
look at that. She has enough money to hold, you know, a building for a podcast. Let's do that. Me, I'm like, everyone, shut up, go away for an hour and a half. I got a film, but um, um <laughs> shout out to her for really diving into that a lot, as we see in this franchise and a lot of the other franchises. A lot of the women don't have shit going on for them. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm happy and proud of her that she's going full throttle and really trying to put in the effort to make her podcast succeed. Um, and Chris basically is not having it. He's like, you know what? You need to start making some money or shut that shit down. And she's like, skirt, skirt. Like, no, wait a sec. I'm working hard. Let me do my shit. And he tells her, he tells her that Candace backed out and that she's not going to be part of the live, live podcast. And I'm like, really? Did that shock you? Like, mm-hmm. y'all just had an argument. But I don't know. Do you think that was unprofessional? Or do you think she, Candace had every right to be like, bitch, you just fought me. Why would I want to hang out with you? I mean, okay. I'm slowly not being, I'm, I'm slowly becoming Team Candace, like a little, like little by little, because oh. I don't know if maybe Monique's just letting things bother her, and I'm that, like, that's good, because she's finally going to drag her, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, in her text, she says, I want to give you a heads up with a, a good amount of time so that you can find somebody, and then Monique's like, I now have to pay my graphic designer, I'm like, bitch, if, like, why are you printing these posters out so early? When is your Not For Lazy's Mom podcast? And I understand from her point of view. So it's like, it wasn't unprofessional, but at the same time, it kind of was shitty of Candace. But I don't know why Monique thought that Candace would do this. Like, she acts like if this was Giselle and her and Giselle just had yeah, an argument. exactly. She acts like Giselle would do it for her. Like, you shouldn't then, expect that. And then on top of that, like, let's be honest, she's somewhat of a celebrity. Whoever was attending her podcast is probably a fan. So she could easily make take five minutes, five to ten minutes to make an Instagram post and be like, hey, guys, Candice dropped new Honestly. person. Or, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, why are you spending so much money on posters? That's unnecessary. Um, Robin gets, uh, she goes and visits her parents and she basically tells them that, you know, me and my family are outgrowing our house and we want to buy, get into, move into somewhere bigger. and We don't want to live in Baltimore anymore. Um, and then her mom is like, yay, I'm happy for you. The dad is iffy. He's like, you know what? Y'all need to straighten out your little marriage situation and tell me because you guys are a mess. And she's like, we're getting there. We're getting there. Which as we know, or as spoiler alert, spoiler, 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 he proposes to her towards the end of the season. (laughs) What would you have said if that was your daughter? If your daughter's telling you, you know, I think we're going to be back together after all these issues. How would you react? Her parents like him. But if that was my daughter, I'd be like, really? You guys are getting back together after he cheated on you? And then now he's just been having you, like, on his hook. Remember two seasons ago when um, he wouldn't even go to parties with you? Like, girl, come on. I think it's crazy because I root for them. Maybe because I love Juan. But um, (laughs) I root for them. But at the same time, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, wait, no, he cheated on her. And at the same time, he wasn't willing to, like, let that, like, he wasn't willing to make it official until like last season so which i think she i think also because and i remember in the previews there's uh there was a preview where they're out in counseling which eventually they're gonna get to um mm-hmm. and he tells her like we were never a perfect uh relationship you had your issues too which i'm like oh did they both cheat on each other and is that why like they're iffy we'll we'll Maybe. see we'll find out soon um ashley takes her mom and her sister which shocker i didn't know she had a sister she later on says that um, they have the same mom but different dad so they go shopping for dresses because it's her her sister's homecoming and her mom basically tells Ashley like you need to check Michael's ass like you need to let him know mm-hmm. that you're not afraid to leave him that if it's not gonna work out for the best then just fucking leave him and Ashley's like no I've told him like he's well aware that this fucker gets uh that was his last chance and if it happens again we're done we're done 
um I don't know was that like the right place like lady why are you having a conversation at the store where everyone knows you're filming like I don't know how would you have dealt with it like <laughs> not okay not her mom who's also in an equally like I was bad gonna relationship, say like lady trying to give her man. consent <laughs> bitch like aren't you with a man who like doesn't even pay rent so like who are you to tell her I mean rightfully so yes tell her you're her mom but at the same time who are you to tell her like to leave him when it's like at least he's giving her a little bit of a little bit of money I told my sister I told my sister that as she was like you know what mom fuck off because you know the man that cheated on me is a man who's paying for your hotel exactly. situation last season so don't try me but oof you know I, mommy knows best I guess <laughs> so Giselle is oh, hosting God. an event and this is where the drama begins because you know spoiler yes. it ends with a cliffhanger but Giselle is hosting an event at a winery to celebrate her award because you know it's all about her and all her accomplishments <laughs> so everyone gets there and Ashley's like late I don't know what she's doing either fucking Michael or breastfeeding but she arrives a little bit late and she tells the ladies yes it's true the rumors are true he cheated on me but he didn't fuck her they just made out and blah, yada 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 you know everything we already know yeah and this is where the juicy part comes she basically tells them yes my marriage is not the most traditional we have been with other people and this is where it gave me a flashback to i think it was season three where karen had a conference a press conference yes as soon as she said it the women were like wait 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 ashley ashley over here every like they had their questions ready they were <laughs> nosier than fucking possums on a trash can like they were ready to attack but um, not like bad shady like they were actually like they were like, like oh, okay. low-key excited i think i was like are some of these women like ready to jump the ship and are they ready to join them like i think i don't know are they, they seem a little to... too happy like what <laughs> oh my god oh god um so yeah they're like they have questions i it's i do appreciate i don't know if it was real or not i think it was real uh when she said that candace was like well let me get to that first uh so ashley says yeah we have been with other people and candace is like um you mean been with like with and she's like yeah there was this um one time we were at a concert and i found someone who was attractive and well we took them home and everyone was like up in the air up in arms they were just like whoa 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 and she's like well that's normal candace was like oh that's normal like people do that um like i said <laughs> i don't know if this is genuine shady whatever but it seemed it seemed real and she's like uh and that's when that's when monique goes wait another man and then Ashley's like, no, it was another woman. Which then, yeah. I mentioned this last episode, I told you that Ashley once posted a picture being like, I am a part of the LGBTQIA community. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm like, so wait, does this mean she's bi? Is she like fluid? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Like, I think I think she's bisexual. You know, like, or maybe her, maybe her and Michael got like some type of arrangement. Because he seems to be into like guys too so maybe I was gonna say, both... that's the thing what if they're just like both this is how i see the relationship how i view it i but think like... they're both bisexual she is out and like open about it he mm -hmm. he's always has and he's always denied the rumors and he's like i'm straight i'm this and that he seems a little hesitant um yeah maybe he's mm -hmm. just not as open as she is but I mean, more power to them. They're happy. Suck the dick, suck the pussy, eat it out. You know, do you, boo, do you. <laughs> but um, she also said that they're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, that's the next point that I was going to make was that, because then Wendy asked her, well, okay, we're happy for you, whatever, whatever, but what if it happens again? And this yeah. is where Ashley gave this weird fake laugh. She was like, uh, 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 and Wendy's <laughs> like, no, yeah. I'm asking you. And she's like, no, yeah, it's, um, I told him if he does it again, then 
that's it we're through and they're like okay and then sure. everyone's like we're so happy for you you know whatever whatever um karen was like cha i've been new i knew y'all like we're flipping each other up like what oh my gosh so messy um and then everyone's here part the messiness of all messiness yes so ashley i think this was to deflect and remember i told you last episode that people were trying to blame it on her that they fought mm-hmm. i think this is what people were referring to so I she then decides to neither did i but you know people are messy she <laughs> then decides to be like so how are y'all because everyone's kicking everyone's a little bit drunk yeah. everyone's you know having a good time and she's like so y'all are great right uh karen i mean monique and candace y'all are great and then no, they no. just go off off. Candace, before that, Candace said, um, Candace is already like a little tipsy. And that's when Candace was like, oh, I love you guys. Like, I love you guys. And then that's when Ashley was like, Oh, are you guys okay now? But oh, I, yeah. Now I can see why people think that she's Because somebody was, but... I think it was, uh, I'm sure, I'm not sure. One of the ladies said, Oh, so you like us now after you've mm-hmm. had a couple drinks. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, well, I love some of you guys. Blah, blah, blah. And then I don't even really want to go into exactly what they were saying because they were just like, because Candace was saying Monique was fake awake, uh, fake sleeping, and then uh, yes. she's like, I've been woke, I'm always awake. She started dragging her on her <laughs> outfit. This bitch thought That's she like was Kenya and started twirling. It was just a shit show. And then she had the knife in her hand, which we know her history with knives. Why is she flinging like, that oh knife? Oh my gosh. Wendy's like trying to take it away from her. <laughs> and then while this is happening, I don't know why she thought it was a great idea. I don't know if she was trying to avoid the drama, but then Ashley goes, well, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, no, you're about to miss it. Like, you clown. She said, let me plant the seed and walk away. <laughs> um, so they're arguing for like 10 minutes. And then, okay, this is where I know we're going to have to, we're going to disagree on this. What? So according to Monique, Candace then starts flailing her arm in front of her face. So she's like, get your finger out of my face uh-huh. this was like a dance mom's abby lee get your finger out of my out face, of my face. And then, <laughs> uh, but no ding that <laughs> listen ding that so she's flailing her arm monique is like get out of my face and then she gets closer they're both kind of just you know the tension yeah. is building rising the heat is it's becoming too much um and then she's like so she flails her arm. she calls her out on it they get closer they get closer and then she's like you want me to drag and she's i believe it was Candace, who's like, Oh, you gonna drag me? And that's when drag me, yeah. That's when Monique flicks her hair. She's like, Oh, you want me to? She goes, Oh, you want to do it? Do it, do it now, do it now. So she flips her. I rewatched that clip like 10 times. Yes, Monique did flip her hair a couple of times before, you know, actually putting her hands on her. But then Candace pushed her. She pushes Monique like on her yeah. shoulder and she backs her up. And then that's when shit goes like shit hits the fan and they just start hitting and then cliffhanger. I mean, come on. <sighs> I think, oh my God, like, I'm excited for the reunion. Like, I don't want Andy to be, like, fucking stupid. I want him to actually, like, ask, like, do you think blah, blah, blah? Like, do you think you should have done that? I don't know why you thought I was going to disagree with you. I think they both are at fault for this. Like, Candace instigates. Candace likes to poke, 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 poke the bear. And then she's like, oh my God, did I poke the bear? (laughs) And then it's like, yes, yes, you did. But Monique, she also, I think, okay. I'm not trying to make excuses for her, but she has a lot going on. You can tell she has a lot going on. And I feel like that's like the reason, like she has issues with her husband. She's got issues with her kids. She's got issues with her friends. Like, of course she's going to snap at one point. Um, Did she snap the way she should have? No, but 
Am I entertained? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I sent you that clip. Like, you saw the behind that, the scenes. That, that video, clip was scary. Every single person I've showed has, like, been t- taken aback. They're, like, shook. They're, like, if you watch this clip, she it's goes scary. in on her. She's, like, hitting her with such passion and power and aggression. I'm, it's like, oh, my God. I saw the clip, and I was transported back to our junior high days when, like, oh, no. you hear people at lunchtime, like, bye. And then, like, you just see the security <laughs> guards. Which I don't know why we had security guards, but yes. Yes, we know that. Because um, we were all a bunch of black and brown kids. Um, <laughs> see the security guards running. So this, the, the clip scares me because it's like Monique literally needed like five production members to like pull her off. And the funniest part to me in that behind the scenes clip that you sent me <laughs> is Karen walking away. <laughs> Why was that? After you, okay, you said... I'm Karen Bruddy going, walking away. I watched that. I had already seen the clip like a hundred <laughs> times. After you left that comment, yes. I watched it another hundred. Like, she like gingerly just walks away in her little coat. I'm like, like what I, is happening? Oh my gosh. I tried to, um, I tried to help her. Uh, and you already know she's going to say some shit in her confessional. She's she always like, says I try to stop it. I'm above that. We don't fight. This is Potomac. We are women. I <laughs> try to stop like it. to me. <laughs> Which also another funny part was I saw, I tweeted that video recently and huh. somebody in the comments was like, wait, I'm still trying to comprehend after watching it 10 times. What is Robin doing? And if you rewatch it, it almost looks like she's holding onto the table. Like for what? Like you need to rewatch it because she's like, okay, she's trying to hold the table, but like back up at the same time. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but she's like, I'm not about to get caught in this crossfire. I almost got attacked with an umbrella. <laughs> But you know what? I hate to say it, but this lets these girls, these women know. You don't mess with Monique. You ask for a dragging, you're going to get one. It might be one year, two years later, but it's going to come back to you. I think, I'm sorry. To me, it's like, you guys act like Monique killed somebody. Like, okay. Do I, am I team Monique fully? Not really. But do I see anything bad with how she reacted? No. Because when someone's, it's like, Okay, it's like when you're fighting with a sibling, and I can say that with a sister. Sisters are sisters are another level of fighting. Okay, so it's like when you guys are up in each other's faces, like, um, like do something, do something, do something, and it's like, bitch, I'm gonna do something. Let me throw this glass cup at you. Of course, oh, I'm gonna do something. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh god. And trust me, this is not the fir- obviously this is not the first housewife fight, physical fight. And trust me, it's not gonna be the last. Which speaking no. of, we didn't talk about it recently, but the Real Houses of Salt Lake City is coming to us, I believe November, yes. or November something, something like that. And allegedly there's yes, like two or two or three physical fights on that show. And I'm excited. I know a lot of the fans on Twitter weren't too happy about it. They said it was gonna mm-hmm. be um Real Houses of OC part two, but I think they're gonna give us a good show. I'm super excited. It's definitely different than I thought it was going to be. When they said Salt Lake City, I was like, Mormon Central, honey. No, we don't need these religious housewives. We got enough with OC. But then I saw the trailer and I was like, and then on top of that, 
the way these these women are like replying to comments i was like oh i'm ready for this like one of them i really liked her reply to a comment have you seen it the one where the person was like oh i need you to tell me about your transition like i saw that if i was gonna say if you don't talk about it i'm gonna talk about it and i loved her comment and she was just like i'm actually not a trans person but um i appreciate that you said that blah 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 blah, blah. like um we should definitely be allies uh you know support the lgbtq community you thought it was an insult but it's actually a compliment so like yeah and i hate that let's be honest everyone knew what that person was doing i think they were being messy it was just like the tone i mean obviously it's in text so you can't read the tone but from what you could tell yeah you could tell that this person was trying to be negative and i'm glad she got it and she flipped and she said you know what i'm not but i'm more than happy to be an ally to them and i'm more than happy to bring awareness to them yes and good for her let's see if she keeps up the same energy while the show is airing that's what we gotta look out for i'm like is she doing damage control what's happening what is she gonna say what is she gonna say that no um (laughs) then there's another one i think her i believe her name is mary she has her husband is her grandmother's ex-husband oh god so she married her step-grandfather that's yes this man was already 20 years younger than the grandmother but i think she herself is 20 years younger than this man so it's a lot it's a lot going on and then on top of that i saw one of them i saw a viewer tweet to one of them like oh um is one of them about to get Teresa judice um on all these other ladies like with the table flip and then the lady commented back something like, oh, like, it's bigger than what Teresa did or something. Like, she said like, Teresa that? Teresa taught me. Like, I guess at some point, there's, like, a table flip or an almost table flip. And, like, someone was like, oh, my gosh, like, are we about to see a Teresa moment? And then the lady commented back, and she was just like, yes, Teresa taught me well or something. Like, oh, like, and I was like, oh. I'm, oh, I'm ready for oh, the drama. I'm oh. ready for the messiness. <laughs> the one thing that so, I will say is it's – it's going to be interesting seeing this show mm-hmm. because it's obviously the newest addition to the Bravo world. So they've yes. seen, I'm sure they've seen Housewives, they've seen Vanderpump Rules, they've seen all these shows yeah. that are on Bravo. So they kind of like, I'm sure they they picked up things on how TV works. And I don't know, I'm excited. Like, I just want it to be fake and not as authentic yeah. as um, the debut seasons are for Housewives because, like I said, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully it works out. Hopefully they get picked up for a second season. I mean, if Dallas can survive, I feel like Salt Lake City can survive. (laughs) (laughs) All these Dallas fans who are listening are currently ready to fight you because they love it. Dallas is the only one I can't watch. I don't know why. Which apparently, I think they're wrapping up filming for season three, four, whatever season they're on. Uh, I follow this blog and they're they're wrapping up their season. So um, With their face shields. (laughs) Oh, I oh, saw no. that one of the behind the scenes they were doing like a yard sale, and this is uh, like maybe a month or two ago. They were having a yard sale with their little masks and their yeah. I'm like, why are we getting in what? No, uh, I'm not buying ready. your little girl's clothes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not ready for this. Um, these new seasons of television, like Grey's Anatomy, where they're going to be covering coronavirus. Like, bitch, I don't want you to cover what we're living in right now. Okay, like. It, entertainment is escape from reality no offense like so like i'm just upset like not upset but it's like kind of annoying like whatever now we gotta the last seven months now we gotta live through it again with an like with another there's like so many things happening i don't know if you also saw that the real houses of oc their premiere date got pushed back which a lot of people didn't really care about um but you brought up the point of them you know reliving or mentioning covid it's going to be super interesting 
watching these new these these mm-hmm. new seasons because I know in Atlanta they've held several events even when it's just them hanging out shopping they're wearing their yeah. masks and I'm like how are they going to address it that's like it's eerie and scary and just weird <laughs> to even think about like hey girl it's me and my mask like what how do you address that <laughs> oh gosh it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be weird it's gonna be different so I mean I'm hoping the for the best for the housewife seasons where like they're covering during the COVID months, but I don't know. I'm a little like, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm a little annoyed. Like again, seriously, we just, (laughs) we're still living through it. I don't want to see you. Time will tell. We'll we'll see. see. Time will tell. But um, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, I'm super excited for next week's episode when we see more of the dragging of Candace, more of the drama, the fighting. Um, you guys know the usual. Follow me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Daniela. Yes, follow me on Instagram, you, uh, YouTube. I don't have a YouTube. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Um, maybe you'll catch me in one of Lisa's videos. Just kidding. We're social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you should be doing. Again, I really want to give you guys a huge thank you big shout out to those of you who listen make sure to give us a five-star rating on apple podcasts give us a thumbs up give me a thumbs up on my youtube uh, channel watch subscribe to my channel positive energy loving energy good vibes that's what we're hopeful for um make sure to vote anything else make sure to wear a mask make sure to tell us what you like what you don't like about about us specifically about us not about the podcast just about us tell me how cute i am tell me how you love hearing my obnoxious voice all that good stuff <laughs> um and then shout out to those of you who filmed the bad bunny concert so that i could watch it on your instagram stories because i was painting the entire time the fucking concert was going on so shout out to um lisa and i's mutual acquaintance mutual friend um maria she posted on her instagram story her daughter dancing to all the bad bunny songs and i was like yes this is the content i live for so, <laughs> we love it we you love know what had it. me dying when she was like oh my god i didn't get ready no medic hopefully we don't make icons i was like you're oh, yes i was like i hate you you're too much but um yeah i think that wraps up this week's episode again again thank you guys so much for listening stay safe wear a mask wear a condom get drunk and we'll see you guys in the next video bye enjoy this song this song i don't i haven't picked it out yet but enjoy (laughs) it enjoy it (laughs) bye guys bye